Oh, I gotta start this. Oh, you're gonna start it? Yeah. Hello, and everybody. Oh. I'm new at this. Hello and everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Bear and the Swan. Here we are. I'm the bear. I'm the swan. A.K.A. Aaron and John. Yes. If you haven't listened to our podcast before, welcome. Welcome. If you have, welcome again. Wow, you're doing great so far. Thank you. We decided today that I was going to take over sort of hosting the podcast. Not only hosting, but coming up with the idea of what we're talking about. So if you listen to our podcast, you know that one of the deals that we made before we even started it was Sweet Bear does absolutely nothing. And the only thing she has to do (laughs) is show up and start talking. She doesn't like prepare the episodes. She doesn't do anything to put them out. I really wish that like there were more aspects of my life. Where that was true. Yes. <laughs> I feel you. But today we are switching it up and Sweeper has prepared for mm-hmm. us. Uh, she's prepared a topic for now, us to talk about today. Now, usually I don't know the topic and John has picked it, but John kind of knows the topic today because he needed to prepare some thoughts. It requires a little bit of prep. <laughs> yes. But you came up with it. So if this episode is terrible, we know who to blame. Exactly. It's me, the bear. Um, so anyways, before we get in, John, how was your week? My week, my week was good. It was, it felt like a strange week because of the polar vortex. Yes. I think we talked about this last week, but for those of you who may not know, who don't live in Chicago, a polar vortex descended on our city. I mean, it descended on many, yeah, many cities. Yeah, the Midwest pretty much. Wait, I, I'll share the, sti- I saw a statistic somewhere. I don't know if this is true, but on this past Wednesday, so like what, January 29th or whatever it was, over 90 million Americans experienced temperatures below zero and over 20 million experienced temperatures below negative 20, which is insane. Which was us. We, that was definitely us. I woke up Wednesday morning to see negative 21. But the thing about Chicago. negative 47. Yes, is the wind chill. You always have to look at the feels like in your Mm -hmm. weather app because in Chicago, especially, obviously it's known as the Windy City, but it could, the wind could take a day that, a 60 degree day that you think is going to be beautiful and turn it into like a 40 degree, you need a coat. For sure. Um, So anyways, yeah, it was really, really bad. It was a nasty one. It was terrible. So it almost felt like we, I had like two weekends this week because Wednesday was so cold and so bad. Nobody wanted to go outside. Nobody went to work. Nobody wanted to do anything. You know what I mean? And so... This week was sort of weird because right in the middle of the week, it felt like the entire world shut down. It did. Yeah. Everybody was able to work from home. Like people were kind of treating it like a It's very snow hard to day. stay motivated. Yes. <laughs> when it's negative 25 outside and everybody you know is just like, I'm snuggling up on the couch and watching Netflix all day. Mm-hmm. And poor Buckets was just oh, Buckets had up. a rough week. Yeah. He had a rough week. It was like so cold. He couldn't even go outside. We would go outside and within two seconds, he, he would be just like laying there because there'd be too much salt in his paws or, or his he, paws would just be frozen. Yeah. And we put on a little booties on him, but that didn't really help. Mm-mm. So we felt bad because we wanted him to get exercise and get some energy out, but he literally couldn't be outside. No, he's been cooped up 
literally all week. And yesterday we took him on a walk for the first time all week. Oh my. And this dog just starts sprinting (laughs) everywhere, like push pace, all out. There's still ice on the ground. I'm like, don't fall. His heart rate monitor. He was in the red (laughs) the entire walk. A little fitness joke for you. A little OTF humor. So anyway. So that was kind of the theme of the week here. It really was. Ice, cold. Ice. And Baby. just all around darkness yeah. was the theme of the week. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, so now that we're past that, shall we get into our main topic for the day? Or is Ooh. there anything else you want to cover before we dive in? Sweet Bear, I am I know. I'm I just I feel like I need, car, a little, a, I need a little help here. What do you think? Girl, I'm riding in your car, wherever you want to drive us. Okay. Take us All there. right. Let's get into our main topic because I feel like that's going to lead us to a lot of other conversations and things like that. Um, so, okay, this, our main topic today is called top five. This is a game. It's a game. Yes. That we've played with our friends. It's not really a game. No, it's just a thing we do. It's a discussion topic. (laughs) But who started it? Was it Matt who started? I think. I think Matt was the one who introduced it to me. I think Matt is just the most, I'm I'm sorry, Matt, if you're listening, but I think (laughs) Matt is just the most into it. I think someone else, it was I don't their think so. idea. I, I think that Matt like had done this with other friends and then like brought it to our friend group. I think I came up with it. I think, no, you did not. John always thinks he came up with everything. I came up with most good ideas. No, I don't think so. Um, but anyway, so I think... Cure for polio. I'm pretty confident. That was me. Okay. All right. We got, we got you. I'm pretty confident our friend Matt introduced it to us. It's probably. Basically, yeah. what you do is you... Ask the people around you, like John said, it's a discussion starter, what their top five things, favorite things, favorite things period. in life are. It can so be there's a couple a, rules here. Yeah. You want to explain some it of the can rules? Be a f- well, I don't know if this is a rule. It can be anything though. It can be a feeling. Mm-hmm. It can be a meal. It mm-hmm. can be uh, something. An event. An event, like a memory, literally anything, but it, you choose your top five favorite things, period. And usually... It happens where most of us have like a note in our phone where we, we write them. we write down our top five, and then whenever we're playing with a new person, they kind of have to come up with them on the spot. Yeah, which, which is, is hard. It's hard, but it always gives way to really good conversation mm-hmm. because sometimes something that ends up on your list is also on someone else's, or something is on someone else's that you're like, "What? what even I need is the story that? behind I need, that. Yeah, I need the story." Yeah. So it always gives way to really good conversation. So there are a couple rules, though. You can't say Jesus. Yes. You can't say God. Like, that's kind of a given with These our... Are given on the top five. <laughs> and you can't say, like, my husband, my wife, my family members. Mm-hmm. You, like, you could say this moment with my yes. family or yes. this thing that me and my family do, but you can't just be like, John, can't be on my top five. Right. And then are there any other rules? I, think, so. I think that was the only ones we I specified. think it's just that stuff to get us past the, like, obvious write-ins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And into stuff that is a bit more uh, specific or nuanced. Yeah. Yeah. Specific and nuanced to whoever is playing. Okay. So we're going to go through our top five. We highly recommend you think about yours and do this with your friends. Cause like John said, it just really opens up good conversations. So John, send us your top five on the IG. Yeah. I'd love to hear. I am always so interested to hear people's top fives. Mm. Um, Hashtag bear and swan. Hashtag bear, the bear and the swan or just bear and swan or what? Hashtag Baron Swan. Bear and Swan. Hashtag Baron Swan Pod. Hashtag Baron Swan. 
I feel like we should I'm just, just workshopping. Oh, okay. We're brainstorming. I feel like we should do the bear and the swan because just comment on our Instagram. <laughs> just follow us, please. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. Okay. So we're going to go through our top five. John, yes. you're going to start. You're going to say one. Okay. You're going to tell me what it is. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you why that's your favorite thing. Got it. And so each favorite thing you say what it is and you say why. And then, you know, if any stories come up about it or like m- memories, that you want to share from doing that favorite thing. Yes. We'll kind of go from there. Okay. Okay. Number one on my top five, surprise, surprise, is accomplishing something. <laughs> accomplishing anything. If you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know that my Enneagram number, I am a three. That is usually referred to as the achiever. So for me, I am motivated by uh, accomplishment or by performance. And so for me to accomplish something is one of the best feelings in the world. And that can either be something major, like, you know, last year running a 50 miler. That's something I've been working towards for years, mm-hmm. you know, or, or for me in my career, whether it's booking, you know, a certain number of speaking engagements or uploading a certain number of videos to YouTube or whatever it might be, like big stuff, but it can also be something very, very yes. small. Like the even the feeling of like, crossing something off of my to-do list or looking at my to-do list at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I have all these things that are just crossed off. And on the Ooh, flip so side good. of that, if John doesn't cross off his to-do list True. for the day, it sometimes puts you in a bad mood. Yes, like you have a hard of, time. Yeah. On the flip side, like one of the worst feelings in the world for me is when something is left unaccomplished or I do something and my performance wasn't as good as mm-hmm. I thought it should be yeah. or wanted it to be. But yeah, one of my absolute top five things in the world is to accomplish something, to reach a finish line. And you kind of said why. Any other like reasoning behind why? No, I mean, I think, I think it's just that. It, it, it's, an, it's an incredible feeling for me. And it's, it's a, a lot of what gets me out of bed in the morning mm-hmm. is the idea of I can go and accomplish things today. I can go and make things happen. Um, whether it's move one step closer to my goals or actually achieve a goal. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I really don't know why. I think it might be as simple as like, that is just the way that I'm wired. Yeah, and I think people, it's definitely how you're wired. Yeah, and people think I'm crazy, f- you know, for doing ultra marathons. I was or, just going to say, people are like, how do you do that? But it really is like a wiring thing for you. The fact that yeah. you can push your body and you can push your mind to accomplish this like incredible insane thing. Right. That is like the best high for you. Totally. I mean, for like, I get the same feeling from that, that other people would get from like having their favorite food or, you know, hanging out with the people they love the most. Like I get a similar like high from that. I mean, it's one of my top five favorite things ever. All right. Any threes out there will probably understand. Yeah, they'll be like, yes. You're like listening to this. You're like, yes, yes, I'm going to go do something. All right, for you? Okay, so my first one. These are in no particular order. No particular order. I guess that's another rule. Yeah, it's not like ranked. This is my number one. It's just like five. Um, Okay, so my first one is sharing a good meal with good people. Mm. So just like the act of breaking bread Mm -hmm. and... You know, it could be around a dinner table at home. It could be out at a restaurant, but sharing a good meal mm-hmm. with good people. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. What is more important in that scenario? That the meal is good or that the people are good? That the people are good, yeah. but it's my favorite when it's both. Yeah. When you're like, 
having great food that you enjoy and also great company who are good conversationalists Mm -hmm. and it just kind of flows naturally. Yeah. And something that I am excited about that is a change in you recently Mm -hmm. is it used to, it used to only be like good food used to only be going out to eat. We had to go to a good restaurant, but now recently you have become way more passionate about cooking really, really good food. Mm -hmm. And which means, you know, we would invite, we're inviting people over for dinner a little bit more and actually cooking like a legitimate meal that we're excited about for them. So we almost have a little bit more control over the good food part of it. Yeah. (laughs) And if we're inviting people, hopefully we're inviting good people as well. Yeah. I feel you on that. And we kind of decided this year, we're going to try to once a month at least open up our home and have a group of people over for Mm -hmm. dinner specifically, you know, obviously we're going to probably do that more than once a month, but once a month, like commitment basically to do that. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about as we go through this whole list and as people who are listening, discover their own lists. When you learn like these are my favorite things in the world, which means these are the things that make me happy. These are the things that give me life. So why wouldn't I be more intentional about about, doing them them and about putting them on my calendar and putting them on my schedule. It's so true. This is this is like the good stuff of life. And I am I get caught up in you know, well I was trying to eat healthy this week or you know, we really don't have the extra room in the budget this month to host six people over for dinner. But I'm sorry, this like it's the good stuff. You have to make time for that. You have to make it a priority. And it's not necessarily I I guess it is kind of like treat yourself, but it's just like these, this is what life is about. Like it's bigger than treat it's yourself. It's way bigger than treat that. yourself. Is a, let's go spend on some frivolous stuff yeah. and pretend we're rich for a yeah. minute. I mean, at but least it was like, for this is like rec. creating joy, like true joy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I think is like a little piece of your heaven on earth is yeah. to be for these things to happen. Yeah. Other people might not think it might not you know, create that same joy in somebody else because it's one of your top five things. But like you have to create those joyful moments for yourself. I think a lot of people wait for joy to happen to them. But when you know what brings you joy, you actually have an opportunity to create it for yourself. Your joy is your job, Kelly Skiles. Let's go, Kelly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I kind of talked about why. Oh, yeah. You absolutely did. And I think another big why, just to piggyback off of all of that, is hospitality is like my number one spiritual gift. So when I get to exercise that, Mm -hmm. whether that's opening up our home, but I also believe that hospitality is like a verb in the outside world. Mm -hmm. Like you can create hospitality when you're at a restaurant. Yeah. Um, Because you invited the people out. Yeah. And just like you can structure the conversation and make sure everybody feels welcome. And you know, there's a lot of different. And you're very, very good at that. Thank you. So that's my number one. All right. All right. My next one, we're sort of, I mean, this is very different, but also in a similar realm because food is involved. My okay. next one is a long run plus a huge meal. <laughs> probably. That's a new addition to Probably yours. by myself. Yeah. So. I don't take offense to that. And th- I don't, y'all, it's just like, okay, I'm an introvert. So I actually very much recharge from being alone. And it, it sort of ties with the first one I talked about accomplishing something because when I go out and do a long run, like when I go out and do a 10 miler or 15 miler or something like that, 
I have accomplished something big that day. Huge, yeah. And I mean, when I'm training for a race, I love getting up early on Saturday morning and like getting up at 5 a.m. And like by 10, by 9 a.m., I've run 20 miles, you know? And then to, to come home and to sit and eat a really big, good meal because I earned that. That is just like one of my favorite activities to do by myself. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is because going out for long runs, it just gives me an opportunity to be alone with my thoughts and, and think about stuff or, or listen to stuff or, or whatever it might be. I process so much while we I We were at Orange Theory yesterday. We did like a six minute run for distance, which <laughs> is very rare that we have that long just usually, by yourself. Usually quick. Usually they're like, adjusting you and the coach is like communicating with you but it was kind of like six minutes here you go you're on your own and mm-hmm. john after class was like oh i love that i just <laughs> love that and i was like oh my gosh i hate it and the reason that i hate it is because there's nothing to occupy my brain mm-hmm. and the reason john loves it is because there's nothing to occupy your brain so that you can you can just think I yeah can turn you can my, think. or i can turn my brain off and not think at all oh i can't i hate it i'm like if i don't have something to think about then i'm just counting down the seconds mm-hmm. until it's over yeah so in that one i get both I almost get like two in one. I get the feeling of accomplishing something, but I also get the reward of like eating a really big meal and I get some alone time. It's, it's so great. This isn't on mine, but I kind of like similar in that when you're out of town for a speaking gig and Mm -hmm. I get to order in food and I get to go eat it in bed and watch a show and it's like, I'm alone. Yeah. That's kind of, I feel like the similar. Yeah. (laughs) I think everyone probably has something like that, that your favorite thing to do by yourself. Yes. Except for maybe like extreme extroverts. But I think everyone has like, it. it's <laughs> your favorite sure. thing to do by yourself. Like when we were in New York, it was me going to see a movie by myself. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite things to do. You always And it that. usually involves food at some point. Of course. But I think everyone probably has that. What's your next one? Okay. So my two, number two is, <laughs> I wrote this exactly. Okay. I can't wait. That moment when you decide you're staying up until 3 a.m. and you'll order a pizza and get real deep. <laughs> so what well, that is a meme. <laughs> that is a meme. It's like, you know, when you're you have friends over and you're hanging out. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it would happen, you know, when you're growing up yep. or in my parents' basement. Yep. And you're all hanging out and you're talking and you're playing games. And then there's a moment, there's a shift. Yes. Where everybody kind of collectively decides. We're in it for the long haul yes. tonight and we're ordering a pizza mm-hmm. and we're going to ask some real questions here and we're mm-hmm. going to get get real deep. That's how I feel. I just like that switch where you're like, okay, cozy up. We're having a long night. Yeah. Um, my next one is basically exactly really? that. What yeah. did, what, how did you word it? I worded it in a much more general, less meme way. I said really great conversation with a small group of people. Mm-hmm. So yours is more specific in that it's when you stay up super late. But mine, yeah, mine is happen. anywhere. Okay. But a lot of times it happens. Like when we were in, Hil- in Hilton Head recently yes. with two other like couple friends of ours and Every night we stayed up till at least two in the morning. Just talking, asking questions. And asking like challenging questions about our marriage and about our walk with God and about so many different things. Mm-hmm. And that just like gives me so much life. I, I love that And I stuff. feel like the reason I like it when it, I feel like one, naturally a lot of those conversations happen late at night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but yeah. also you, you stop feeling tired. Mm-hmm. And you're just like wired and so you're into so the conversation. By it. And it's really cool because it's it's very refreshing 
to talk and to be in community with people who are willing to talk about real stuff. Yes. When they're sober. Because mm-hmm. so many people need to have like f- several drinks in them yeah, none before of- they start talking about real things. But then they're a bit hazy when yeah. they're doing it. Uh, literally none of the instances I can think of no. when like recalling this favorite thing mm-hmm. have happened when anybody, I mean, people maybe had a glass of wine, but like it, they were sober. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then like you can also like trust everything when you, when you're clear minded, you can trust everything you're saying. You can trust everything the other person's saying. And like, you're really, really connecting in that moment. Um, and that's just, I think that's rare, you know, yeah. but we all, again, we all have a few friends where that happens a lot, you know, and it's, it's absolutely one of my favorite things in the world well, it as was, it is for you. Yeah. That was hilarious. And that was literally my next one. Your next one. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, so no, so I got to go, go back again. To you. Okay. We have to go back to you. Okay. Back to me for my number three is, um, exploring a new place, like traveling and taking photos with you specifically, but anywhere really. Yes. This has been on the rise for me. It's not in my top five. Well, we have, I have honorable mentions at the end. Oh, so cool. yeah, just to, if you have any of that, that, that might be an honorable mention for me. Okay. I think it's creeping into my top 10. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Just like when we were in Europe and we're exploring, but we're mm-hmm. also like taking really fun pictures and you know, we're super into Instagram. So we're posting Instagram stories. Like I actually really, really just love that. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like traveling and exploring a new place and documenting it in some yeah, way. Totally. I feel like that's a better general way to say it. Here's a question for you. Yes. What do you like more? The act of doing it or revisiting it a year uh, later. That's that's a hard thing. Obviously, the act of doing it, but I am such a m- memory nostalgia like person. nostalgia. Yeah, I'm always nostalgic. Like, I mean, when you were putting together our yearly photo books, I probably cried a hundred times. Yeah, and you spent hours going through photos from years that we weren't making photo books of. Yeah, you were looking at like twenty. 10 photos <laughs> and we're not making a 2010 photo book. I just love it. But thousands of photos you scrolled through. Yeah. And you well, love and it. I just love also to think of in 50 years, mm-hmm. our grandkids are going to be able to look at a trip that me and you took yeah. to Paris when we were 20. Yeah. And, and uh, if I may get on a little soapbox yes. for a second, a lot of people look at, you know, people with their phones out all the time, taking photos, staging photos when they're off on vacation and everyone always is taking photos. And there's this big sort of trend that's like, put down the camera and just like Mm -hmm. really be in the moment. Like you can't really capture the moment until you can put the camera away. Yeah. And while absolutely we have, times on every vacation where we're like, okay, we're done taking pictures. Let's yeah, just be here I and mean, do this. I mean, usually every time we sit down for a meal, we put our phones away, we put our cameras away, you know, mm-hmm. like we, there are certainly times where we kind of check out or even like, you know, we're at a museum or we've taken the picture and yeah. we've p- captured the moment and yeah. we feel good about capturing that moment for years to come. Mm-hmm. And then we put it away. And what I'm saying is it's possible to do both. Exactly. And it is okay to do both. I, and, I, and you do not have to feel guilty no. if you want to document this and take a picture for yourself 50 years from now, but also for people who weren't able to go. Yeah. Like, I think it's, it's a, there's a selfless part of it too, even because we want to be able to share that with our friends now mm-hmm. and also with our Kids future family and, yeah, one day. Totally. So I'm, I just want to give everyone out there permission. Like, I'm never going to judge you for like stopping and taking a picture. No. And also if you ever see us out and about, we're ha- we'll happily take your picture. Yes, absolutely. I love when people ask us 
to take their photos because I'm like, you picked some good people. You picked some good people. I know how to take a decent photo. <laughs> we know. We know our way around a camera a little bit. A little bit. Um, so that's my number three. That's really You good. already did your number three. So now we're moving on to number four. But mm-hmm. before we do, we're going to take a little break. And we're back. John was just so impressed that I remembered to take a break. She really did. That was unprompted, people. <laughs> and John was shocked. I think, Sweetberry, you usually this happens. You are probably better at this than I am. No. I think so. But you don't want to put in the work. No, thank you. All you right. said I didn't have to do anything. I feel you. Um, okay, so now, John, your number four. My number Jumping four. Jumping right back in. So this is absolutely brand new to my list. Ooh, I love to hear the brand new ones because we haven't talked about this specifically in maybe like a year. Yeah, we haven't so played this game in I a like while. to hear it. So this is not going to surprise you at all. But I realized recently this is absolutely on my list. And it also has to do with food. A morsel after a meal. Oh, gosh. That's one of your top five? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I think it is. That surprises me that it's one of your top five things of life. Only because if I miss it, I really do feel Okay, it. explain what you're talking about because okay. you call it a morsel. I call it a morsel. It's now like a noun in our household. Like everybody knows what a what a morsel what is. What a morsel. It's a proper noun, I should say. Yes, but everyone you knows what it means. What? So, okay, I am a sweets person for sure. I like sweets even I like sweet over salty. Um, but I'm also the type of person who pretty much after any meal to cap it off I really, really want something sweet, but I don't need a huge dessert. I actually almost never need a huge dessert. I really just want just a tiny little something sweet, which I call a sweet morsel or morsel for short. And I'm talking literally every meal. I have a morsel after breakfast. I have morsels hidden all around this house (laughs) right now. He does. Examples of current morsels. One Oreo. One chocolate kiss, five M&Ms, a little piece of dark chocolate, half a Reese's peanut butter cup. Well, it's not, yeah, you have the Trader Joe's ones that are the little. Yeah, the tiny Trader Joe's, like mini Reese's type things. Like, it's not extravagant. It's one little piece of sweet. And it just, it's like, it goes, it goes such a long way for me. You said the other day. I would rather lose a year of my life and be able to have yes. a sweet morsel after every meal. And mm-hmm. I was like, seriously? Yeah. Because there's, so, you know, we were talking about sugar. Yeah. And we were talking about sugars and everything. Sugar's so bad for you. And I was like, yeah, I have a decent amount of sugar. Part of it is because I have at least like three pieces of chocolate a day guaranteed. And I'm like, but you know what? When I'm 93, if I'm going to die at 92 instead, but it meant I could have a morsel after every meal... That's fine with me. <laughs> That's fine with me. Oh, man. Um, I just, I just love it. And when I don't, when I'm not able to have one, I really, really feel it. It's just something to look forward to. Yeah, it's I just, mean, I agree. I just can't believe it's that important to you. I it really guess is. I just quite didn't realize how. It really is. I love a morsel. Okay. All right. This is my number four, which is also new to my list, and also not going to surprise you. Talk to me. But it's finding Neverland. an amazing deal on something you really want. Um, that does not surprise me, but <laughs> I'm glad you finally are self-aware enough to admit this is like, that that's something you get high off of. Oh my gosh, yeah. You're a runner's high. If I get a good deal yeah, on something... You get so excited. I am so excited. I'm telling everybody. I'm talking about it for a week. Mm-hmm. And I get this from my mom. My mom is the exact same way. 
But you know, like I've got expensive taste. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like like a brand name for sure. And when I can find a good deal on it, I am like over the moon. Yeah. So some examples of that in our apartment are like our couch that we're sitting on is a restoration hardware couch, probably retails for upwards of $3,500. I got it for $300. Mm-hmm. You were so proud of that. That was one of my proud ones. Or our TV console. Mm-hmm. That it's like a vintage buffet that I wanted painted. There was a company that was going to charge us like $1,500 for it. I found this one for $300 on Craigslist and spent like $200 for somebody to paint it. Same exact thing. Yeah. Um, or like a clothing Our stools. Deal. Literally, you can point Our to stools. almost anything could, in this apartment. Furniture is definitely up there as far as me finding a good deal. You do for clothes too. But also clothes. Yeah. My favorite designer of all time is Rebecca Taylor. If you go and look on her site, every her dresses are $500. Her sweaters are $400. Like she's right. expensive and her stuff's nice and beautiful and just 100% my style. And so I stock her sales mm-hmm. and sometimes she has 40% off of the sale items. And I'm like, great, I'm going to stock up on some of these cute summer dresses. And you know, I'm just like, I go crazy, but mm-hmm. I love it, but I'm not like a, I don't know because I feel like I'm not a bargain shopper mm-hmm. and I'm definitely not a couponer. It's still like nice stuff. Cause I have yes. that high you know, absolutely designer taste, but, you, <laughs> on a, but it's, it's, it's two things. Not One, a we're not at a place where we're going to drop $3,500 on a couch mm-hmm. like that. But two, there is a part of you that recognizes like that's objectively yeah. a ridiculous well, amount of could, money. Like, and that's the thing. Like we could spend $3,500 on a couch, but I'm like, I'm not doing that. Exactly. There is a part of you that is like, truly sensible and is like, that is objectively way too much for a dress. Yes. But then also at the same time, there are certain items like we have a mirror in our living room that it was a splurge. And I feel like, uh, you know, those moments come few and far between where I'm like, we got a splurge here. Yeah. (laughs) And it's always very hard for me. But anyways, all that to say, when you get a good deal, I can ride that high for a week. Yeah. Um, So before I, I give another one, I've been a little convicted. And I think, I think what I, it's mostly because I forgot to mention this in my first one. Okay. Because I, I don't think it's in and of itself a what top five. What was your five. first one? My first one was accomplishing something. Okay. And I forgot to mention, I have it in parentheses. And so if you don't mind me nope, detouring back yep, to it really re, quick. A little rewind. Accomplishing something, specifically something that has a positive impact yes. on someone else as well. Because I love personal accomplishments, absolutely. But if you look at almost any, it's a different level. When any you... personal accomplishment, even that I have, I have in some way tried to share that accomplishment in a way that would inspire somebody else. Mm-hmm. So by running these big races, I do posts on Instagram or I make videos about like what that has meant to me, the journey and the challenges that I have taken along the way. And a reason that I do that is because I want that accomplishment to inspire someone else to do whatever it is they are wanting to do. Yeah. I mean, babe, that's your life's work. That's like what Absolutely. you do. That's what you've devoted Absolutely. your life to do. Yeah. Like uh, someone asked me last night, we were hanging out with some friends and someone asked me like, what, what is like your passion? What, what keeps you up at what night? What keeps you up at night? What do you want to do? And for me, I was like, honestly, it is communicating something that matters in a way that 
has a positive impact on other people. Mm-hmm. And usually that's something that matters, has something to do with faith, but sometimes it has something to do sometimes with your physical health. health. Yeah. Other times it has to do with your relationships, whatever it is. And so I think um, part of that accomplishment, and I just didn't mention this before, so I apologize, is tied into the fact that if it also has a positive impact or helps somebody change the way that they think or change the way that they live or change the way that they interact with people in their life, that is like the cherry on top of the cake for me. Like that is the ultimate high. So I wanted to share that. Okay. Do you want to do your fifth and then I do mine since I just did a monologue or should I go? Okay. I'll do my fifth. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So my fifth is, um, uninterrupted time with my family. Mm. So meaning we had a week in Hilton Head with my family and we were all there for a week and we didn't have any plans. Mm -hmm. We weren't going to do anything. It was just like we were going to be there together or the day after Christmas this year, we all went over to my sister's house, all my siblings, and we brought the mattress out into the living room and we watched movies all day and ordered pizza and we Mm -hmm. didn't have an agenda. We were just going to spend all day together or, you know, the times we find us all at my parents' house and we're just all going to be there for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to be lazy and hang out and just honestly, I don't think I could spend enough time with my family. Like Mm. I am obsessed with spending time with my family. Mm -hmm. Why? I just love them so much. (laughs) I could cry. (laughs) I love them so much. And I, it's such a comfort thing for me, especially like when we're at my parents' house or things like that. Like, yeah. As a six, I'm a creature of comfort and mm-hmm. the security is so safe. It, it yeah. feels so safe. It feels so comfortable. You don't have to put on anything when you're with your family. It's it's not work. It's just easy. Yeah. And, and we all really love each other and really like each other. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just And there's all a little bit of, of nostalgia mm-hmm. in it too when you're when you're spending time with your family, you know? Yeah. I mean, even for me, like when we for me specifically, when we go to my parents' house, there is, there's like, it's such a joy at times being there because I'm like, this is the house I grew up in. There's yeah. so many it's, memories here. You know it. Yeah. You know, I know it so well. And something you're really good at is like you, um, in the moment, you will be aware of this is a moment that we are going to remember this is a moment that we're going to call back to Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and you're really good at almost like creating nostalgia in the moment and you put yourself 10 years forward and you are already appreciating it for what it is Mm -hmm. you know which is kind of a cool thing i think Uh, i just love it that's like i i I would i if i had to order them i think that'd be my number one number one yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome all right number five for you Number five, my final one. This has been a staple in my top five for a while. It is the last five minutes before I I go to sleep. So for me, in our life, you know, we, we work, I work usually pretty much all day and maybe stop, eat dinner. We might watch some TV, whatever, or like maybe you have to go somewhere, you have a wedding, Mm -hmm. I'm you know, traveling for three days or, you know, whatever it is, like our lives are anything but consistent. Yes. We have almost zero routine in our lives. The only action, and I am a creature of habit. I thrive (laughs) in routine. So these last four to five years, having no routine has actually been very difficult for me to adjust to. The one routine that we do have 
is we always go to bed at the same time. And for about five minutes before I turn over and decide to go to sleep, me and you lay there with buckets and it's just the three of us. We force him to snuggle. We force him to snuggle with us. We'll pray as a family. Buckets will close us in prayer. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just sort of like snuggle and it's just us for like five minutes. Yeah. And it happens every single day. And I think the reason the why behind why I love that so much is not just the routine of it, but it's because for me, obviously one of my huge, obviously one of my top five is accomplishing something to achieve something to, to perform well. And why I think this is in my top five is that is it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It has nothing to do with my performance. It has nothing to do with how well I did. I could have accomplished nothing that day. And that moment will still be there. Mm-hmm. That moment's not going to go away if I didn't yeah, cross something off my to-do list. Yeah, we talk about that a lot too. And this is actually something that one of my favorite podcasts is called My Favorite Murder. Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts on it, Georgia, talked about in therapy, her therapist said to her, when you're anxious about something or you're nervous about something, remind yourself that you know they can't take away the important things in your life. Yep. Like Nothing is going to take away me in your life. Nothing mm-hmm. is going to take away buckets. We're a little family, you know what I mean? And yeah. so I just feel like there's comfort almost in that too. Like this is always going to be there. Yeah. You know, this is, it's just our little family. Yeah. And also we promise buckets that we'll continue to do that every single night, even when we have kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's our gonna kids always won't get have, to do that. Nope. It's he just will. a buckets thing. Yeah. He will. That's, so. a, that's a good one. That would I think objectively be your number one probably too. be my number one if we, we were to best break last. the rules. Oh, for sure. Okay, so now take a couple seconds to think about some honorable mentions. Okay, some honorable mentions. I have like four honorable mentions. Okay. Um, so I'll kind of do these more rapid fire. But the first one is Christmas. Oh, yeah. Just for everything sure. Christmas. Can I go at yes. right? Uh, best week ever. Best week ever. Oh, that should definitely be on one of ours. Yeah. Best week ever is the week of John's birthday. Best week birthday. ever probably would, might replace morsels for me. Yes. A hundred percent. Tell them what best week ever so is. So best like. week ever, it occurs the week of 4th of July every year. So we, so we have 4th of July. We also have your parents and Emma and Jonathan's on the 3rd of July. anniversary on the 3rd of July. Our good friend Victoria was born on the 4th of July. I was born on the 5th of July. So there's just and there's like so many other things too that and happen that, that week. week is pretty slow as far as everyone kind of yeah everyone kind of takes that week off because everyone takes off the fourth of July it's the middle of the summer so things are slow anyway most of the time our friends who like don't live here anymore like my best friend Kaylee our best friend Jimmy like they'll com- come in come town. in for best week ever yeah. and so what we really do is we're like we're gonna take that whole week off that week is untouchable I'm not working I'm not taking anything and we spend ever all day every day with the people that we love doing like fun summer stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And we do fun summer stuff. We go out on boats. We just hang out in your parents' backyard. Like we, you know what I just thought of when we're rich and we have a big old house (laughs) (laughs) when, um, let's have best week ever. And like people have to move in for a week. Yes. Like we just spend the whole week together. I love that. I love that. So we call it best week ever. Yeah. Um, just because that's what it is usually. It's it's usually the best week of the year. Okay, another honorable mention for me is cheese fries. Ooh, that's good. I love cheese fries. They're my favorite food. Mm, pizza and ranch is an oh, honorable mention for me. Oh, yes. Pizza dipped in ranch dressing. 
Don't at me. Don't at and us. And you won't at me if you're from the Midwest yeah, because that's what you, you do. Yeah, because you with everything. Um, okay, another honorable mention for me is a good outfit. When you're feeling oh. your outfit and you're like, Which doesn't I happen to you cute. much. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no, because I'm picky. You're very picky. You're very picky. Um, for me, uh, and I think this is actually one of Matt's. Matt's getting a lot of shout outs in this episode. I know. He's going to text me I think this. this is one of Matt's, um, or it was at one point. Watching somebody do Mm, something that they were created to do or watching someone do something that they're better at than maybe anyone else in the room or the world. Yeah. Like watching someone operate in their genius is one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Corey, when you saw him in Oh, my gosh. Yeah. My one of my college roommates um, was in Bandstand on Broadway and he played the lead role and like I bawled my way through that there was entire one, well, show. And there was one moment specifically mm-hmm. what was like the act one closer. It's the act one finale. John was and like, I was sobbing. If you've, <laughs> if you've seen or listened to Bandstand, it was like, there was just, there's just this moment in it where it's like, like you're getting teary. I right am now. <laughs> because I was like, I'm watching this person I love operate in their genius. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Not ready to go see him in West Side Story. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. Um, okay. So my last honorable mention that I have is something that John and I call debriefing. Oh. Which is basically. This 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 is replacing long run plus big I think we talked about this on the podcast before. Yes. Debriefing. But like when John and I are like go out to a party or go out with friends or go see something or go see a movie or whatever. This was We talked about this in our favorite things to do together. Okay. Yeah. We sort of did this. In like our top five things to do together, yes. you know. So yeah. yeah, we've talked about it. But this would definitely be in that. If you haven't heard that debriefing together after some sort of event, yeah, usually we on go the car see ride a movie, home. and on the car ride home, we basically have a Ebert and Roper, like Ebert and Roper, <laughs> no, Siskel and Ebert, who Roger. I know, but there... who's the other one? Roger Ebert and it's like Siskel and Ebert, right? Oh, Siskel, yeah, or Ebert and Roper. I'll Who check. is it? You check. Okay. But anyway, like we go see a movie and on the way home we have like... Ebert and... I got both. Yeah, it's both because he had two different partners throughout his oh, career. Oh, okay, okay. So, but on the way home we like give full movie reviews yes. to each other. Yeah. Or even just like we go and hang out with friends for a night. And it's like, did you have any great conversations tonight? Yeah, tell me about a conversation you had. You almost get to, And we talk about this, like you get to relive the night mm-hmm. again yeah. through the eyes of the other person. Yeah. Which is so fun. So fun. It's the best. Okay. I, that's all my honorable mentions. Do you have any more? That's great. Okay, so we encourage you guys to go play this with your friends, like get together one night and say, we're going to do top five. Everybody mm-hmm. think about their top five. Mm-hmm. And obviously they'll ebb and flow. Like we have some new ones this time around, I think, as you just go through life. And yeah. I'm sure once we start having kids, they're all going to be about our kids. <laughs> they're all going to change. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun thing. And I say this about the Enneagram, but any sort of activity or thing that you can do to encourage deep conversation and to sort of open the door into getting a little deeper. I love that. Mm. So whether it's the Enneagram talking about your number and what motivates you, I just feel like that naturally leads to deeper conversation. I feel like this does as well. Yeah. Cause you're getting to the heart of like what you love. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's very fun. Sweet bear. One nice thing about each other. You did an incredible job with this episode. Thank you. And like you just basically got the idea, like we're going to do top five and then you just ran with it and Thanks. absolutely crushed it. Thank you. Way to go. Thank you. Way to go. Um, my nice thing about you has to do with your basically recommitment to health. 
and just where you are at the beginning of this year versus years past, sort mm. of looking back and seeing your progress. And also just like how much you motivate me to like, we're going to Orange Theory, we're going to do a class, we're going to make a nice healthy dinner. Like, I really appreciate that in my life, but I think it's very inspiring. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. I feel like you're the one that's sort of been pushing me lately. No, I feel like we're pushing each other. Yeah, that's good. I think we were, we were just talking yesterday how... How we're it, going it, to the Caribbean in six weeks, so we got to get skinny. <laughs> well, there's that, but also how it never feels like progress day to day. Mm-hmm. But when, both of us, if we look at where we were at the beginning of February 2018 yes. versus where we're at health-wise. Both mentally and... Yeah, yeah, February 2019, there has been a ridiculous amount of progress, sure. which is very encouraging to yes. see it happen over time. I agree. Good stuff. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode. Excuse me. Oh, Sweetbird, what do you have to say? Sorry. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, go leave us a review, subscribe to the podcast, five-star review. That's all we'll accept. Just <laughs> kidding. If you don't think it's good, I guess you could give us a little review, but like, please. Or just send me like a private message on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and go follow us on Instagram. I'm at Air Jorgen. I'm at John Jorgensen. And also, we would really truly like to get some more ideas as far as topics to yes. cover on the podcast, what we should chat about, any ideas you guys have. I think we really are interested to hear what you guys are interested in hearing about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, send us, you know, on Instagram, connect with us. Maybe I think that's the best place to, yeah. Or you can leave a voice message on the anchor app. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's all we got for tonight. You guys, everybody say something nice. Goodbye. Crushed it. Woo!